What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Boy Please Whatever podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. Um, happy Monday. Happy Monday. I feel like I ain't seen y'all in so long, but I don't, it might be because it's a long week. I know I did a show last Saturday, right? Not this past Saturday, but Saturday before last. I just, yeah, I think I just missed Monday. For some reason, I feel like I haven't been on here in fucking forever. But anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Um, if this is your first time, make sure that you like, share, comment, and subscribe. Um, hold on just a second. For some reason, my shit not showing up on my thing. I don't know. Hold on. Uh, probably it's the, um, let me see. Here Enjoying the show? Thanks for watching the Boy Please Whatever podcast. Make sure you're following us on TikTok and Instagram at Boy Please Whatever. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and join. That is not the right one. I don't know what's going on with my stuff. But anyhow, anyway, uh, make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe. For some reason, it's not uploading to my um, to my iCloud or something. But anyway, make sure you like, share, comment, hit the subscribe button. All of that good, good stuff. Share it with your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers. All of that stuff that I normally would say. There we go. Maybe it's, You know, my Wi-Fi was out earlier today, so maybe it's like a connection problem or something but there you go make sure you all like share comment and subscribing to the podcast anywho it's been a very very fucking long week um weekend not this past weekend because i didn't do shit we were snowed in in memphis but uh the past weekend i was in atlanta right drove to atlanta against the better judgment of my dad he told me he was like you're always gonna get stuck down there but it was mlk weekend in atlanta i don't know if you're familiar with mlk weekend in atlanta or not but um it's a weekend for the gays. Uh, I don't know how it became the weekend for the gays, but it is a weekend for the gays, and we enjoy ourselves. So I wanted to go down there. I had a show scheduled. With my, again, my cousin Keith, uh, who you guys are very, very familiar with, he lives there. So I just wanted to go and kick it and have a good time and enjoy the uh, city. Uh, only to, although I did have a, I had a ball. Had a ball. I relaxed. I kicked it. I kind of lightly kicked it at like a little bar and grill. Went to the house. When I slept, I wanted to, when I wanted to go to sleep, I went to sleep. So it was cool. I, I didn't do too much ripping and running. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I don't be feeling like that shit. But, um, yeah, I like to go out of town and do what the fuck I want to do. I don't have time for going and, like, you know, ripping and running and going to this bar and bar hopping and paying all this motherfucking money to get in clubs and all this shit. Uh, but, yeah, I had a guy. I had a ball. Anyway, uh, it snowed in Memphis. It took me, so Memphis, it's, I don't know if you know, the distance from Memphis to Atlanta is like five hours, maybe five and a half, depending on how deep you're going into the city, right? It took me eight motherfucking hours. I left Atlanta at probably noon, Atlanta's an hour ahead of Memphis. I left Atlanta at noon. I didn't get home until like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. It was a whole motherfucking blizzard here. So it I, it started snowing by the time I got to, um, what was I? Outside of Birmingham. So it took me damn near five hours, which is like a three-hour drive from Memphis to Birmingham. Probably about six hours. I was going like 35 miles an hour the whole motherfucking way home. But anyway, um, that was terrible. Hey, Charles. Hey, Jessica. It was fucking awful. Got home. I didn't have no water. So y'all know, if y'all don't know, but most of you should. I had been working remote from June, no, let's say April, April or March of 2020. To January of 1st of this year. This is the last day of working remotely, period, so they say. So, I'm pissed, right? I, I'm pissed. We found out, like, mid-October that I had to come back full-time January 1. But it seemed like that was the fastest motherfucking three months I've ever seen in my life. But, anyway, 
I had to um come back in. So I'm like, fuck, it's a like it's a new year. I got a new set of vacation days. New set of vacation days. My motherfucking job made us come in. Now, I work in the clerical side. I don't do anything hands-on. I ain't lifting shit. I ain't climbing shit. I ain't going underground, none of that bullshit. I work in the office there. These, Hey, Reggie, these motherfuckers wanted us to come in, so I had to come to work. So, first of all, keep in mind, I had no water at home. So, I had to go stay with my parents. My parents are such buttholes, they got rid of every motherfucking bed in the house except theirs. <laughs> There's only, and my parents' house is pretty big. They get there is one motherfucking bed in their house. Hey Ayana, there is one. What's up, Catrice? There is one motherfucking bed in my parents' house, and uh, it's theirs. <laughs> so I had to stay with my parents all week long because I had no water to wash my ass because I was forced to go to work. I feel like if I had to work remote, I could have stayed at home and been stinking at home. You know what I'm saying? But then the you know Memphis act like it's a motherfucking apocalypse. Y'all hear snow coming? Y'all go get all the water and all the toilet paper. I don't understand, but yeah, I just do that. So there was no, there was really no water bottles in the grocery store to even go buy water to boil us to bathe. So I ended up staying in my parents' house, and um, they wanted us to come to work. So I made it into work. Mm, I was, I, I missed one day, so I made it into work majority of last week, and I'm pissed because you know, like it's a snow day. My job kind of relies on traffic coming in and out, not to kind of give too much of what, where I work. But, like, traffic coming in and out, you know what I'm saying? So I had I had nothing to do, basically. In, in a nutshell, I had nothing fucking to do. And they did not want us. Hey, Jonathan, they did not want us. You like this patchy-ass beard? It's giving Anthony Hamilton. But thank you. Um, they didn't want us to work remote. And I was pissed off, like, nigga, we, just, we were just remote four years ago. They took our laptops, locked them in a drawer, and we couldn't even get our fucking laptops. And I'm just like, so... People had to literally use uh, like use a week of vacation time, and they were closing some of our offices. I'm like, if y'all closing the offices, that mean y'all know that it's fucked up out here, and motherfuckers can't drive in the snow and the ice. I'm not worried about how you know. I'm not worried about my driving skills. I ain't in a rush. I take my motherfucking time. But you got motherfuckers out here in these little infinities. I saw motherfuckers flying past stop signs and all kinds of shit. You know, what I'm just like, man, I don't want to turn my motherfucking truck up. I just got it, but they made us come in anyway. Get to work today. Get to fucking work today. My laptop is on my desk. <laughs> that was like, in case we have more inclement weather, which we're not. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be 60 motherfucking degrees next week. <laughs> Kiss my ass, um, Tracy Bethay. Um It's going to be 60 degrees this week, so why the fuck will we... Why would you give me my laptops back now? Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been driving in snow, wearing snow boots to work. And I was kind of, I work, I work around a bunch of niggas. My snow boot got like a little two inch heel on it. You know, I was just, it had a little kitten heel. Girl, I was sickening. But you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to, I had to bring my good shit. I had to wear my good coats to work. I didn't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to come to work looking grangy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have no life. I'm on my last $2. You know what I'm saying? I had to bring out my good shit and stun on them hoes real quick. But it was just like, why are we here? Why are we here, Ike? You know? But anyway, um, I'm saying that to say, I like to complain about my job a lot. I'm saying that to say, I need this show to take off. So when y'all watch this, come in and share. When y'all see my reels, do share it, come in, and just keep reposting it on TikTok because I need to be able to quit my job. I'm hanging on by a motherfucking thread. It's it's like once they show me my job can be done at home, to bring me back is just like torturing me. So anyway, um, what I was going to say, oh, yeah. Also, before I, I don't know, I think I was out of town. Um... If you're if you're familiar with Memphis, I know you heard of Yo Gotti. Yo, Yo Gotti's brother, Big Juke, got murdered 
um, at a funeral repast. I don't know whose funeral it was, but he got murdered at a funeral repast. And it was like, I heard it was 300 shots. Um, I didn't, I honestly had never heard of him before this. I just think it's like, what's the fucking irony to get killed when you already like burying somebody, right? But um, also, like, you niggas get rich and start beefing. I just don't get that. I do not understand that for the life of me. Like, there's so much shit I would be doing if I had a million dollars or even, close, like, remotely close to that, like, where I don't have to get up and go to work every day. Like, there's so much shit I could think about that I could be doing versus beefing with a nigga over a neighborhood or whatever. And, like, it, I just want to, like, call for, like, y'all got to stop. Like, at what point is enough enough? Like, y'all constantly killing people behind someone else's death. Like, is the end game, we're going to stop on it. We're going to keep retaliating until everybody's dead. Like, I just, I don't understand that. Like, I really, really don't. It's just like, is that the end goal? We're going we gonna, to we gonna kill, they're going to kill us, we're going to kill them back. And it's just like, it just don't make fucking sense. It's just so much stuff I could, a million things that I could think of other than, beefing with some motherfuckers over it. And I don't even know. Like, you niggas be acting like we, you, like, I can't fight you. You gotta die. Like, it just, it just gives me that type of energy. We can't argue. You gotta die. And I just feel like you niggas, I know, I know for a fact a lot of you motherfuckers can't fight and it got to be what the problem is. You just can't fight. Because a motherfucker who can fight, I don't see them having to shoot you. Like, if I know I can whoop your ass. Like, and I do know that a lot of people shoot because they know you gonna shoot. But like, where does trend come from? What is y'all problem? <laughs> y'all at me, my head nappy, bitch. <laughs> Ready to fix his head, girl? Fuck you, my head had nappy. Anywho, um, what else I'm saying? Do me out. I caught your live. Hey, Devana. Hey, Zine. But yeah, um. Girl, I ain't gonna read my sister. It's my it's Miss Rich. Miss Rich is tired. She barely on her phone probably be out tonight. So I'm gonna enjoy the live, sister girl. Um Yeah, but I'm just like, when is it gonna stop? Like it just it's it's gotten to a point to where I'm just like, it has to come to an end because it's like it's trickling down into the into the communities, it's trickling down with the children, it's trickling down like everybody, all we wanna do is buy guns and shoot and kill and kill. And we just can't we can't fight. We can't fight each other. I, I don't. I don't. And I don't condone violence. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't understand. Who? I just don't understand why we have to constantly resort to violence. Like y'all killed this man at a repast. Like y'all could have. Y'all shot at somebody three hundred times. Do you not know how many people you could have killed and affected? Like you know what I'm saying. We already grieving. People just don't have a heart anymore. I, I really, really, really don't understand it. But anywho, uh, just wanted to get that out the way. I don't know if y'all have seen, there has been a trend on Facebook of people saying, um, of people saying, um, I went to Manassas High School. Uh, I went to Manassas High School. Hey, Monique. Of course I did this. I'm from Atlanta. Of course I do this. I'm from Memphis. Of course I do this. So I started joining in because I went to Southside. I'm from Memphis. I went to UT Chat briefly before I dropped out. But, you know, I was just trying to go along with the trends and have fun. Somebody tagged me in a post that I, I went to school with. I'm not going to name drop. Tagged me in a post and said, 
I went to Southside High School. Of course, the teachers was fucking the students, and the students was fucking the teachers, however you want to put it. Which brings the title of my show tonight. Y'all, okay, so I was, <laughs> I was in school having fun. I was in school being a kid. I was in school busy not trying to be found out. I was in school, like, being super-duper DL. You know what I'm saying? Well, until my classmates get on here and say anything different. I was in school thinking I was being super, super, super-duper DL. Uh, my focus was on shit like winning Mr. Southside, getting on a roll. Um, y'all was fucking the, the teachers? Did it happen in y'all high schools? Uh, t- let's hear it in the comments. Heck, yeah. Uh, it is. <laughs> It is the same drink from my auntie pot. I had about this much left, so I add a little lemonade to it. But yeah, y'all, y'all was in school fucking the teachers. Like, how did that happen? I'm gonna wait in the. Co- I know it's like kind of briefly in the back, but the people said that was fucking the teacher. Y'all was fucking the teachers at White Haven and Hamilton, and I saw. And it just wasn't Southside. I went to Southside. I saw like um, Cordova. I saw um, Soulsville, which I thought was like, it's a musical school. I thought it was like, you know, a bunch of little geeks around there doing like, you know, show tunes and shit. I saw somebody from Wooddale. I saw Overton. Um, it seems to be a thing. Uh, and it could be, a t- my mama told me, she said, honey, that's been going on since I was in school. I just don't, how it happened? Donnell Sam said, oh, Lord, not fucking. Yeah, I, um, how does it happen? Loving the Life 3 said, happened in mine too. Not going to lie, where was the teachers at when I was in school? Because what, I don't understand. Not you wanted some actual teachers. Our teachers. Our teachers was ugly, not interested. Thank you, Richard. This, I wrote that down. Um, we didn't have no fine teachers when I was in school. I, um, we didn't have no fine teachers when I was in school. Not, not the men. <laughs> um... I don't want to hey, name drop, but the niggas that went to school with me know, like, I didn't have any inspiration to want to fuck. We had one fine teacher at Southside, and that was a motherfucking band director, and I'm his Facebook friend. If he see this, I don't care. You are still fine, Mr. Sir. I ain't going to call your name. But, bitch, I joined the band hoe for this man. This man was so fine, y'all. And he had, like, nipple piercings. He's an Omega. He had nipple piercings, and he used to wear these little thin shorts, bitch, and that bulge was bulging, bitch. And I was just like, I'm finna get in this band. <laughs> bitch, I joined the band. Southside had seven people in the band, bitch, and I was one of them. Bitch, I was carrying a tuba. I don't even know how to play a tuba. I didn't I didn't learn how to play no tuba. Thank you, leg on that motherfucker. And it was just like, boop, 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 boop. Like, bitch, it was, really, it was really lame. But seriously, like, bitch, I joined the band, and we didn't have a good band. So being in the band in Southside, I was slick lame because we didn't have a good band. I could see, like, you went to, like, Whitehaven and Fairley, Hamilton. Like, schools like that had good a good band program, so it was kind of lit. Southside didn't have a good band. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, bitch, this man was so fine, he made me join the band. But other than that, like, we didn't have other teachers in schools that, I don't know, Robin said it was young teachers. Quay said it's a Texas thing, Houston specifically. I had a classmate that was screening, screwing the coach and married him a few months after she graduated, West Memphis High. Pause. There was a, I found out today, there was a teacher at motherfucking Cordova High School, and um, my legend signed up, I get sued. But there was a teacher at Cordova High School that uh, was fucking a student. 
This teacher was fucking this student, a young lady, took her to his house. The wife came home. She hid in the closet. She found her in the closet. The teacher went to jail, of course. He got out of jail, and he is now married to the student, and they got kids together. How the fuck you fall in love with a child is beyond me. I don't give a fuck if I'm 22 and you and I just got out of college. It's my first year teaching, and you're 17. There, we have nothing to talk about. I just I don't understand. Ray said I saw it, but T if, is that Raven that I grew up with? If so, uh, hit me up and tell me that T. We went to school together, honey. I live in South Carolina. We didn't even have any black teachers, right? Like we had my whole school was black. But Zim said Paul Mooney said one plus one is two, and the pussy is hot, like. We had a lot of black teachers, but none of them were fine. It was like they was like, "Oh, bitch, you ugly. You got you got a good go to Southside." Like it just, we didn't have any fine teachers. That's why everybody drew over our fucking band director. Charlie said we did fine. She when we were in school, they were old as hell. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't catch the teachers. I didn't catch many teachers that was like this. They first year teacher. The bitches at Southside had been there since the school started. Like they taught my mama and shit. You know, I'm in the motherfucker. You you Mary Smith son. <laughs> like I didn't have. Mm-mm. Donnell said, my teacher looked like a fat-ass Kelly Price. Oh, yeah, when I was a junior, when I was in junior there, it was a big thing, and the seniors, I was hitting the, the white health teacher. She committed, yikes. Now, why would you, <laughs> I'm not even going to read the rest of it. What's watching the math teacher with one? Now, we did have a teacher at our school that, I, that in the comments, she they said she was fucking the teachers. They said she was fucking all, I mean, fucking all the students. And uh, somebody said that, one of my classmates said the teacher had sent her pussy pictures. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I'm confused. Robin said we never looked our age. Yeah, but like you a, you a child. Like up here, you a damn fool. I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you something you don't know. What, like how you got time to be sexy? That's what I don't understand. Like, have y'all ever smashed a teacher in the comments? Hey, cuz, I thought that was you. Like, I know a long time ago uh, when my mom was in school, one of, the eight, one of their teachers actually, like, had a child with the motherfucking student. I don't know if the child was conceived while she was in school, but nonetheless, you had a child with your fucking school teacher. Uh, but, yeah. Um, right, they've been there before. I'm not saying any people now. Y'all are clowning, but <laughs> I'm not saying they nothing. But I I can see that. I will say that I can motherfucking see that. But like my thing is, you like how fine could you? I ain't gonna qu- question that. Like, what's sexy about a 17 year old boy? What's sexy about? Yeah, I want to fuck my teach. I I want to fuck my band director. I'm not gonna lie. Like I saw that motherfucker not too long ago. What was I at a funeral? I don't know where I was at, but bitch, it took me back to band class. Bitch, I want the mods. Bitch, I just was like, ooh, that man made me. I was I won most popular in high school, bitch, and I went and joined the band. Do you understand me? Just so I can be close to that man. He was so fine. Mm. Anyway, uh, I almost bitch. Listen, that, if you're watching. That motherfucker was fine. I loved him, but I couldn't be gay in school, so I couldn't even pretend like I wanted to. Like, you know, I had a homegirl who used to sing to him and shit, but I couldn't even participate. I was so busy being stupid in DL. Like, everybody just didn't know I was gay. Gay already. 
Javon said, my principal used to sleep with the basketball team after they graduated and got fired for fixing their grades with the guidance counselor. Now, if I'm a fuck a teacher, if I'm going to fuck a teacher, bitch, I, I'm going to be valedictorian in that motherfucker. Like, I'm, bitch, if you got to go in the, with the bursar's office or whatever the fuck you want to call it, listen. But my thing is, y'all fucking teachers in high school, bitch. I'm trying to fuck a professor while I'm in college. You know what I'm saying? Something's going to really count. I can get this little ease-ass diploma. Like, I'm a fucking mother. I want to fuck my college professor. The motherfucker that I got to take stats. You know what I'm saying? Advanced math. Y'all fucking motherfucker to pass uh, algebra one, pre-algebra. Yeah, that's foolish. That's, you a fool. <laughs> like, girl, no. If I'm a fuck, I'm fucking for big shit. I need a degree. You fucking for a diploma. That's a fool. That's a fool. I just, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. Um, my school didn't even have fine basketball coaches. You know, most times you'll go to a school and the teacher, a little young nigga, just graduated, he probably a cute dog and coaching the basketball team. We didn't have it. Our basketball coach didn't even know how to coach basketball. We had an NFL coach. Our football coach was in the NFL, and our football team was terrible. <laughs> it was just like, girl, school. we had a ball, though. We need to pitch the band teacher. I will send you one to a picture, and he's still fine. I don't know if I can call that man name or not, but y'all know who I'm talking about. If y'all went to Southside, put the band, put the band in front of the name in this. <laughs> we turning up. If you went to Southside with me and you in these comments, y'all know exactly what band director I'm talking about, bitch. Still fine. And Omega. Hmm, I, I can't. I ain't gonna call his name. I don't know if I can call his name or not. But my thing is like. How much sexual energy can a child give? Like, I didn't know how to give, you know? I, I didn't know how to do that. A diploma. Yeah, like, Chap was god-awful. Chap couldn't... Why did I call this man name? <laughs> I'm reading the comments. Alleged. Alleged. I meant to say Chap's thick. Y'all, see, look, I can't... <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't read this man like, I'm reading coming So I, I can say that A lot of teaching high schools I profess with these Dual creative programs Every football coach Has a story with the NFL Miss me with it But no Oz was really in the NFL But like he was literally In the NFL But he was terrible Uh, I had a healthcare job And these bitches Was sucking dick for overtime It makes sense Do I have to work overtime They were sucking dick To work overtime Or they were sucking dick To avoid overtime Cause sometimes You just wanna just Suck dick to suck dick You get what I'm saying I can't drop the name. I'm a y'all crazy. I wish I could. I'm a I'm a uh, just inbox me on Instagram or TikTok or something like that. Well, TikTok you can't send pictures. Inbox me on Facebook. And you know somebody y'all mentioned the wrong motherfucking coach. The niggas I went to school with talking about some yeah I know what I'm talking about. But uh, this when I say the old man he fine still fine Jesus Christ I can just I wish I could just touch the him in this garment. That man is still fine to this motherfucking day. Anywho um. But yeah, um, I just don't get, I don't understand it. Then you have like so many people. It's all happened. We all know that one person that work at a school. Uh, it's one person that work at a school that that got caught fucking with the kids. Like, how do you bounce back from that? Like, how do you come back? Do you let your friends, like, do your friends let you back in the circle? You know what I'm saying? Like, you have people that like go out here and teach kids. I think they're so weird. You know what I'm saying? It's cool for. It's cool for the kids to, it's not really cool, but you know what I'm saying? I understand. I've been in that place before where the kids wanted to like smash a teacher, but I just don't understand how. You as a teacher want to fuck the kid. I, I just don't understand that, but make sure y'all inbox me. Yeah. Cause that was all I got. My cousin said, you still drinking that club too? 
I mean, that blue cooler. Yeah, bitch, could you? T- I left my Espelon at your house. I left all of my, my liquor at my cousin's house. And yeah, he didn't even say, hey, take your liquor home with you. And I know he saw it on the motherfucking camera. He just let me leave with it. Anywho, um, if y'all inbox me, I will send y'all pictures because we are Facebook friends. Shout out to you, Mr. Band Director. But yeah, I just, back to what I was saying, like, I just don't get it. Like, how does that start? How do you start that connection between the student and teacher? Who makes the first move? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it's perverted as fuck for the teacher to do it regardless. But, you know what I'm saying? To be like, this little bitch dick. It's like, I've, and I've seen young men, like, if I go somewhere and I may see somebody across the parking lot. I was, this was just not too long ago. Without, I was with somebody not too long ago. And I saw somebody come across the parking lot, like, had a nice body and kind of tall. And they got up on me and I said, that's a fucking baby. And I was done. What's up, Tay? And I was I was done. Like when I see you are underage, it ain't shit sexy about that to me. I just and I just I've never come across even when I was in high school, I never come across a classmate of mine that I was like, I see why. You know, you give me grown man. I can see a teacher fucking you. You know what I'm saying? I, I get the student. I understand the student would. But kids run their mouth. You know how much you are risking? You're risking your freedom. That's the main part. But do you know how much you are risking by fucking a student? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, y'all are smashing the kids. And, like, so every motherfucking school I saw, they were saying they was fucking a teacher has gone, like, damn, it's viral. Everybody come in. They want to know who. We was all in each other inbox. Who fucking who? Who fucking the what? And I just, I just, I didn't, I've never seen it. I just don't know nobody my, that I went to school with. Like now, these niggas find as a motherfucker. But when I was in school, like I don't see nobody that I was think that I would think was worth, you know, going to jail over. Bitch, fuck no. I went to a majority white school, and the black boy students was knocking the young white teachers down. And it's the thing though, just because, just like, like that proves my point. Because you know, because you know, like because we know that our classmates was fucking as teachers, it's like. The kids telling it. And they should. Not saying they should. If you you a pedophile at the end of the motherfucking day, if you 23 years old and this little bitch 17, you should go to jail. You fucking some mad child. Like, I'm not finna go to school all these years to get a degree in blood, sweat, and tears to get in here and fuck a 10th grader. <laughs> like, what? You've been it. Like, I, to me, I feel like you went to college to get this degree so you can get around kids. Point blank period. You that was your mo. You want to be around a bunch of motherfucking kids because you're sick in the mind and fuck them. The teaching student I know firsthand is married now. That's why I was. I had just told them that uh, she was like a two, a two, a year or two. I'm thinking two behind us. He was young, like twenty one, and I love them together. He's a pervert. <laughs> He's a. Per- I'm sorry. If that girl was in school. Like also, I'm gonna ask y'all this. Um, so what if I was 18 and I smashed my teacher? Is that still legal? Or they just can lose their job but no jail time, right? Like I, I still I don't see. I don't know. I just don't see the benefit in fucking the kid. I don't see how you guys were even able. They said the teachers aid. I don't see how people are even able to like to get close to the teacher. I would be so mean to my students because I have friends who went and subbed at schools and like 
the little, these little kids are bold now. So the little gay boys ain't DL. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to go to the choir room and find them. These little motherfuckers in your face, the hair dye green, a purse got on some little gel, little gel slingbacks, and they out, you know, outside. So like they approaching you, they're in your face. You know what I'm saying? And I've had friends come to me like these little boys, like you got, like you have to be mean to them because they all flirt. And I just feel like you trying to, I'm looking at everybody like you trying to set me up. I'm sorry. Fuck this teacher. I'm looking for the football boys to love the gays. See, we I didn't have I didn't experience any of that in school. I didn't experience any of that in school. Yeah. I wouldn't like I didn't and the crazy part about it is so many people be like trying to slick invites me like, who you fucking when y'all was in school? Cause like I'm cool with a lot. I have a lot of straight guy friends from my high school. And folks be asking me, like, who you fuck? And even like I'm like, even though if I did, I wouldn't tell you. But it's kind of just like it's really sad. I didn't <laughs> I didn't smash nobody in school. And I got friends like I was fucking a football player. I was like, I don't know if, if I could have. I don't know if it was somebody, you know, on the deal or not. I just, I really wasn't interested. I was just busy being friends. Um, We were 16. She was 18. She failed maybe two times. See, she failed. She's a dummy. Which is like, which is down on precious. You're a dummy, bitch. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Why do correctional officers mess with inmates? Girl, now, that's a different story, bitch. If I were, <laughs> if I, do you know how fine niggas is in jail? I, Bitch, if I were to go to jail tomorrow, I would not tell them I'm gay because I want to be in gin and pop with the trade. <laughs> don't put me in, don't put me over here with the punks, baby. I, I, I didn't had enough punks. I want to be in gin pop with the trade, baby. I want I want to give me <laughs> I want to give me a gang banger boyfriend. I have my hair in a nice little ring curls, bitch. And we, can, we can play some spades because I, I get along with the trade boys anyway. I I get in, you know what I'm saying? But bitch, that's different. It's illegal, no fraternizing. Yeah, I know you. I know you can lose your job and go to jail for it, but bitch, if I went to jail, I could. Mm-mm. I couldn't work in prison. Oh, bitch, I could. I I couldn't. This is like this is one job. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Like fucking with kids, this pedophilia. I don't fuck with it at all. But bitch, you put me in. Girl, listen, listen. My whole football team went deep. If they would, they were fucking bad, but me. Yeah, folks in jail ain't got nothing for you. I got everything I need, baby. <laughs> you got something I want, baby. I got everything I need. I need one thing from you. That's all. I ain't trying to. I'm not. I ain't putting. But see, I'm gonna tell you this though. When you get to fucking with Trey, Trey want to beg, and that's in jail and out of jail. When you fucking around with Trey and Trey feel like you got something, and that's why I don't really even. I'm just talking shit, but I really don't even enjoy fucking off with, like, DL niggas because they think because you gay and you got you a little good job typing somewhere that they can ask you for all your motherfucking money. The moment you ask me for money, I swear to God, I completely see you different. I, fuck the fuck masculinity. Fuck the hiding. Fuck the my baby mama almost home. Come quick. Fuck. I, I, uh-uh. That shit don't excite me. The moment you get to ask me for money, ugh. But, like, seriously, I, I hate that. I, Trey wants, wants money. All the time. And you know the correctional officers mess with the inmates. That's technically sexual assault. Um, yeah, I get it. But I mean, and that's the thing too. I guess you dealing it's the same thing with kids. Like they they really fucking with you half time because they want something out of you. It may not even be an attraction. But I would just say, like, if I was like actually in jail and I like working in jail, if I was in jail, girl, just put me on prep. Is I like to say, bitch, I'm going home clowning. <laughs> bitch. I'm gonna be taking prep through an IV, bitch, and I'm gonna be in there having a bow. Just, uh, I'm just kidding. 
It's out of control. But anyway, uh, bef- I'm we talking on this too long. Shit, let me move on. So also, um, when I I saw to a lot of people outside of the having the sex with the teacher part. Let's talk about our experiences in high school. I had a ball. I had a motherfucking ball. I'm the nigga that they gonna call. Like, hey, let's get the class together. Let's go bowling. Let's hit the club. Let's go to Gatlinburg. We have an alumni picnic every year. Like, I'm the nigga that's kind of helping put everything together. But what I realized with this whole, of course, I did this, a lot of people had didn't have a good time in high school. Is that is that um, reality for some of you guys that's watching still? Um, this girl put, uh, I went to blank school of course, people look at you and not speak. And this girl come in was like, well, I'm people. Because if I ain't fuck with you in school, I don't fuck with you now. And it's just kind of, to me, almost like you have the right to feel the way you want to feel. But, bitch, we've been out of school 17 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've literally been out of school this year makes 17 years. I cannot be mad at you. About something you did when I was, we were 14 years old. Like, I understand, like, you have to get the point of, like, we're kids. We were kids. You know what I'm saying? How the fuck are, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see a bitch, I, I see a bitch in the cash save, and they're like, I don't know, I don't fuck with that bitch. Girl, we was, we was in biology class, whole 45 years ago. Like, holding grudges from high school is insane. Like, I be, so I'm the, like, I always try to put the class reunion together and stuff like that. And folks literally let that shit come out their mouth. Like, I don't fuck with them hoes. I don't speak to them bitches. Like, it's a cluster of people over here. You hoes still mad. I just, that blows me. It just, I don't know. Like, it just, it's, we were 14. Get the fuck over it. Like, bitch, talk about holding a grudge. Like bitch, we was in we were kids, and what in whatever I guarantee you, whatever the argument was over, is so fucking small. I had a ball between you, nineteen ninety six and two thousand. Let me tell you something. Username yep me again. I to this day have dreams about me being back in high school. That's how much motherfucking fun I had. Now I do know everybody's experience not the same. A lot of people got bullied. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying? So it maybe that's the reason why you're not speaking because, you know, they made your life a living hell. I understand it. Maybe you're looking for an apology. But I'm saying, like, when y'all mad about small shit, she fucked my boyfriend. Or, you know what I'm saying, we didn't get along on a major red squad. Like, shit like that, girl, you, I not even remember you mad at this bitch. Like, nobody knows what's, like, girl, we in school. Hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? You telling your kids you ain't like this bitch because your kids in, in, in class were her kids, and now your kids don't like them because you didn't like the mama. It's just silly shit. If they still holding grudges from high school, then it ain't shit now. Peaked early. That's what I just, I, I just told somebody I was talking to in the inbox. She was like, I was finna cuss a bitch out, and I was like, just tell that bitch to give you extra mouth sauce next time you see her. It's out. And I don't even know how I don't know what a bitch work. You're just a point. Like, girl, some of you hoes just peeking, like, still petty. And now the boyfriend gay. Exactly. The boyfriend being gay. Life in school was miserable, but after school life, I was outside. 
Like, we we had so much fun at school, man. Like, we didn't go home until maybe 6 p.m. We just had a really, really good fucking time. Like, you hoes don't want to come to the class reunion because you mad. So, I'm going to ask you, like, so what was your high school experience like? What do you – no, I'm saying is what's the one thing that you regret when it comes to high school? I, I had a ball. My crew was was in the it crowd. I realized now that we were likely mean girls. I'm sure y'all were. And that's the thing about me. Like, I was popular. I was very, very popular in school. Um, but I never treated anybody any different. I think that was that was my uh, niche. Um, that was the good thing about me. I, I had a person walk up to me and thank me. He was like, I really thank you for um, – Making my high school experience what it was, he was because he was like he was a nerdy kid, but I was like we're all nerdy kids, like we're kids, you know what I'm saying? I never treated nobody like that was different, but he literally came up to me and thanked me for like allowing me, him to hang with us. Not like bitch, we were children, like we had a ball. Kevin said I miss high school so bad. Them had a good time with trade them. Like that's what I'm saying, like bitch. And, and the crazy thing about it, all my straight friends, like nigga, we knew you was gay, but you was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was checking with they motherfucking ass. We in class. I was smart, so of course you want to be my friend a little bit anyway. And people were super superficial. I had long hair, light skin and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it was that was kind of probably the reason why I was in everybody's eye. But I still had a motherfucking ball. Like, we had a motherfucking ball in school. I just, I, I don't know. But my regret, while I'm waiting on hearing, what y'all regret about high school? My regret... Because I always say, if I knew now what I knew then, and I hope my classmates, I don't fuck if they watching or not. If I knew that when I knew then, I would have been out motherfucking side. Like, and y'all get what I'm saying. Like, because everybody already knew I was gay anyway, they didn't give a fuck. I would have fucked a lot of classmates. <laughs> or at least died trying, bitch. I would have fucked a lot of classmates, man. I kind of regret that a little bit now. Cause I, and I probably could have, because you know how guys... You know, all the little boys in school, I don't give a fuck what school you went to, all the little boys in the locker room grabbing dicks and seeing who got the biggest dick and, you know, watching people dick jumping while we're doing jumping jacks in gym and all this stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? So, my dick was grabbed a lot in school. I wish I would have just capitalized on, <laughs> on those moments. Like, bitch, you so busy hiding being gay and then everybody 10 years like, nigga, we knew you were gay. Oh, my God. I feel terrible. Rob said, I regret hiding that I was super smart. I would run across from, I would run from AP class and no one would see me. Bitch, I was in AP, we was lit in AP class. <laughs> we had a ball in AP class. High school was okay. I wish I would have strived to be the top of my class academically, but other than that, no regrets. It was fun, but college was better. I'm going to say that too, Jonathan. Um, that's one thing I, I'm trying to get out of now. I am very fucking lazy. Um, when I was younger, I didn't make my first B until I got like maybe seventh grade. I made all A's. When I got to high school and kind of realized, oh, bitch, you can ass around and still be in AP classes, I capitalized on that. When I got to college, bitch, that was, I was like, class? Volunteer? I'm not going. I dropped out after second semester freshman year because I just wasn't mentally prepared. That's one regret I will say, like, on a serious tip. I regret not buckling down and doing what I needed to do academically. I still had a scholarship, but I really could have been, like, I'm talking about like 5.0 around this motherfucker, but I, I kind of settled for a 3.2. Um, Ready to say, I don't regret anything. I wasn't popular. I was very likable to everyone. We hit each other's back. Yep, just me walking around the school chilling. 
<laughs> just walking around school. Yeah, I, I did. I had a ball, though. The bullying was bad because I was in the news for a lot of stuff, and I never wanted to get suspended or expelled backwards thinking. At least half of them trade are definitely chases now. Um, we didn't really do too much bullying in my school. I think it was more so just kind of um, like we would check the shit out you. But I don't think anybody was just like pure evil trying to like hurt your feelings. I literally got along with everyone played sports, funk in some classes and had space time and realized I was the only one not fucking in 2018. <laughs> Listen, I remember my prom night. All my friends, we all had dates. And I, my dates, so my date and my close friends, well, all of my close friends dated like a group of, you know how the guy friends date the girlfriends, right? So me and my home, me and my date, we were homies, but uh, we weren't dating, right? But all of my other guy friends were, like, in relationships with her cousins and friends. These bitches got to fighting at our prom. So I had to act like I was just so devastated and mad at my date. So I took her home because you ruined prom. But I really just scared to try to get some pussy. <laughs> I was like, girl, I'm getting you. I'm glad you ruined this night so I can drop your motherfucking ass off so I ain't got to try to fuck. Because it's just too much pressure. I just I didn't want to have sex, of course. But, yeah, uh, I wasn't fucking either. I wasn't fucking in school. And I did get hit from the cockeyed bitch in my ninth grade year. I did do that. I, I did that. But other than that, like, I wasn't doing, like, the fucking, like, everybody thought I was doing or probably was wondering why I wasn't doing, I wasn't fucking. I did got along with everyone. I played sports, fun some classes, and had space for me to realize I was. I just read that. Yeah, uh, we we did. We definitely played space. School was, school was fun. We played space and studied how dominoes and math class. We had a ball. We had a ball. You should go to the outside. Anywho. Go ahead and do a quick, quick, quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Enjoying the show? Thanks for watching the Boy Please Whatever podcast. Make sure you're following us on TikTok and Instagram at Boy Please Whatever. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. If you want to take part of the live audience, make sure you click the subscribe button and turn notification bells on so you won't miss a single episode. We're live weekly on YouTube at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you would like to donate to the Boy Please Whatever podcast, the cash app is on the screen. That's dollar sign Dietrich Smith. And if you're watching the live show, you can also give using the YouTube Super Thanks, Super Chat, and Super Sticker features found in the comments section. So help me, I'm poor. Boy Please Whatever is now offering promotions. 30 to 60 second commercials, $50 for two episodes, and $25 for each additional episode. Want to know more? Email boypleasewhatever23 at gmail.com. The cash tag is on the screen, dollar sign Dietrich Smith. That's D-I-E-T-R-I-C-K-S-M-I-T-H. Be Made by B. Be Made is a pageant-facing fashion brand that couples classic silhouettes and style with bold color and expressive features. Rooted in the belief that representation matters, be Made strives to celebrate the beauty and pageantry of the diverse skin tones, abilities, and body types. In 2011, Be Made launched the Be Nude shoe line of nude footwear for the hues and tones in the rich color palette of diverse women. Be Made is the creative outlet of designer Sean Bellamy, who draws inspiration from a vivid tapestry observed during his childhood, in his family, and through cultural experiences. With Be Made, Sean celebrates someone who has left an indelible mark on his existence beginning with the Rosa, the first Be New shoe, and the line named in recognition of Sean's maternal grandmother, the brand maintains a practice of titling each piece in honor of ordinary and stunning women who led extraordinary lives. To connect with Be Made by Be on social media, 
find him on Instagram at be made by B and also at www.bemadebyb.com. Be elegant anywhere. Be an icon everywhere. Be styled and be made by B. I am back, you guys. And before I um move on, I do want to make mention of make sure you guys do pay attention to the uh, donation. If I'm big and like a motherfucker, make sure y'all pay attention to the to the donation uh, part of those infomercials. Uh, there is a super chat and a super sticker feature in the bottom right hand corner of the comment section that you can uh, donate to the boy please over podcast. The money is not going in my pocket. I promise you this stuff costs a lot of money to run and, you know, just to get content out and stuff like that. So if you would like to do so, please do so. If not, you can also cash out me at dollar sign Dietrich Smith at the bottom of the screen. Dollar sign D-I-E-T-R-I-C-K-S-M-I-T-H for the people who are listening on the streaming apps. Okay. So you guys know this is a, you do not, I swear to y'all. If you are listening, do not go anywhere. You do not want to miss this for some fucking reason. Um, I have to re-upload stuff, but I promise you, if you are on here, you do not, and I do mean do not, want to miss this part of the show. Uh, If you do not know, I'm about to do my one time at uh, band camp, and... um, Donate, donate, donate. That's right, uh, Kevin. One time at Bandcamp, if you would like to do a submission to one time at Bandcamp, please do not hesitate. It's completely anonymous at boypleasewhatever23 at gmail.com. I got this submission today, and it blew my motherfucking mind. So I promise you, you don't want to go nowhere. One time at Bandcamp. This happened four years ago. One night, I let my man know that I was going out with my sister. She lives 45 minutes from me. The place we decided to go to was close to her house. I had too many drinks, and I was too drunk to drive home. So I drove to my side nigga house that lives out there, too. By this time, I was throwing up everywhere. I text my man and told him I was too drunk to drive home, and I'm staying with my sister tonight. I must have passed out after that because all I remember is waking up to, like, 30 missed calls and a million text messages. The last text said, I'm outside. I was like, oh, shit, he outside where? It's 5 a.m. So I look out the window at my side piece house, thinking he didn't found me. He was really outside of my sister's house. I called him and told him that he was at the wrong apartments and she don't live there anymore. He's not from that area, so he doesn't know his way around there. He said, well, come to me and I'm going to follow you back to your sister's new apartment. I said, cool. I called my sister while I was driving towards her house. She told me how he had been beating on her door, but she didn't answer. Okay, keep up with me now. I pulled up to her apartment so my man can follow me back to her new apartment in quotations. While doing this, I'm still on the phone with my sister, and I convinced her to drive to my side nigga house a different short route and pretend that's her man. Meanwhile, I took the long route to her new apartment, quote unquote, so she had so she'd have time to get there. Once we got there, my man wanted to actually see my sister, see that my sister lives there because he didn't believe me. So I knocked on the door of my side nigga's house and my sister answered. 
her and her dude, really my nigga, was in the living room watching TV. My man was like, oh, my bad. I then, to this day, it's still, I was passed out drunk at my sister's house. And seen. Um, <laughs> y'all, when I was reading this at, uh, at work and I got the email, I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me. For one, you are one bold bitch. I <laughs> like, shout out to your sister, though, for knowing not to answer that motherfucking door. Because had your sister answered that door, you'd have been fucked. But, uh, you one bold bitch. I, I, I don't know. That's some wild shit. Because niggas are crazy. And then for you, because I know if my nigga texts me and be like, <clears throat> I'm out drunk somewhere. I'm going to think I'm going to come get you. So, you know what I'm saying? You answer the phone. I'm going to think something's wrong. Darnell Sims said, this woman is creative off the top of her head. Baby, she quick on her motherfucking feet. I wouldn't have known. Like, to say she don't live none no more, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe she had already had this at home. I don't know. At 5 in the morning and you drunk, And for you to just think like that, girl, you sickening. Oh. I wouldn't know what to do. Kevin said, super duper bow. Wild. Baby, I was like, what the fuck? So I'm going to ask y'all, like, have you ever been caught cheating? Have you, like, have you, have you guys ever been in a situation where, like, it may not have been this extreme, but have you ever been caught cheating? Quick, uh, yep, me again said, quick on your feet. MVP goes to her sister. This I said, shout out to her motherfucking sister. Tay said, my folks need to have my back like that if I was doing <laughs> if I was doing anything right. Wink, wink, wink. But yeah, um, I I would literally be like, girl, I probably would have just told him I'm on I'm already on the way home. They probably been my answer, like, nigga, I'm already on the way home. But it's five in the morning. I probably wouldn't answer until I got home. And Kyle, him like, what the fuck you at? <laughs> you fucking some bitch. Because, girl, I, I wouldn't know what to do. I probably, bitch, I would have panicked. I probably would try to wreck my car and go to the hospital. So, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, he would just be like, I'll let the ER call and be like, we got you, we got you, your girlfriend. Ain't no way in fuck. The side dude play his role. That's what I, bitch, I be telling people, if you gonna fuck with somebody, not to say we promote cheating over here to Boy Peace Podcast. If you gonna fuck with somebody, fuck with somebody that got something to lose just like you do. That's how you motherfuckers be getting caught up. You get you a side piece that got them a motherfucking side piece or that know how to be a side piece. Y'all just hopping in relationships, fucking the motherfucker, and they just as crazy as the bitch you got at home. No, I need to know. If you gonna have my back, are you gonna be able to see me and my nigga out at the motherfucking mall and walk clean past me? Text me later and be like, you look good in the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That might get you some more dick. But you acting a fool, hey, Dietrich, girl, don't act, you don't, who are you? Cause motherfuckers do this shit on purpose, be all extra flirty and shit. You ain't there flirting when we by ourselves. But you see me out with my with my main squeeze and you wanna act a motherfucking fool. Hey, give me all this engine. Girl, see, you a damn fool. And I can't talk to you no more. You didn't you didn't fuck the whole you didn't fuck the whole thing. You didn't gave up the whole shebang. Cause you wanna act a fool and want motherfuckers to know that I'm your side piece. 
I think it's sexy for my. That's the sexy thing in the world. Like people be fucking coworkers. If I was fucking a coworker, I swear to God, nobody would know. We wouldn't even we wouldn't even talk to each other. You know what I'm saying? It just be bitch. Ooh, I thought they just build that motherfucking tension and sexual energy make you want to just bust, bitch. Like you know, just walk in the room. You see a motherfucker every day, all day, and nobody got a clue. That makes it even harder. That makes it even harder. Ugh, and we can kind of like meet up at the copy machine and rub against me or something. Excuse me, get by you. Ooh. <laughs> Are y'all hot? It's just me. I've been horny today. I ain't. I mean, talking about six. I don't know. I just, mm, I just don't understand that. Like, if we, if you my side piece, be my side piece. Like, you know you my side piece. But I think a lot of people fuck up, too, with side pieces. You don't be wanting to tell them you got somebody at home. Sometimes the side pieces don't be knowing they really a side piece. You have to let people make their own decisions on how the fuck they going to handle you. Now, that I do agree with. You need to know that you are a side piece. You need to know that I got somebody at home, and I'm not mother- I have no plans on leaving them. So if you ever feel like you're going to act a damn fool, you're out of here. When I was a side chick, I played, my, I played my role. The nigga was mad that I played my role that good. Like, how are you mad? Right. What you want me to do, blow up your spot? No, bitch. I'm, you, you a piece of dick, and I'm a piece of pussy. Or however, whatever, whatever we doing. Bitch, we don't even have to speak, ho. It's like what's understood and ain't got to be explained. Just let me run these copies out for you, bitch. I'll see you later. <laughs> but ain't nobody might be able to find enough for me to fuck. But, ugh. but just, I'm just saying, if I was like, when I was fucking my manager in my uh, when I, my job when I got out of high school. I was getting here every day. Every day. Nobody knew a thing. Nobody knew a thing. It was just like, bitch, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like you need to be talked about. I don't, I don't get that. Motherfuckers, you, but that's what you do when you fucking with young bitches and shit, too. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel like that, too. You, y'all fucking with these young hoes, and then they want to blow up your spot. Or young niggas, because motherfuckers, like, people be, I'm crazy. There is not a motherfucking badge of honor. There is nothing sexy about pretending to be crazy to me. I'm crazy. You know, I, girl, get your stupid ass out of my face. I don't know. I ain't never been a side piece, baby. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I ain't never been no side piece, baby. I've always been tied down. I wish I, I would like to be a side piece. Oof. I like to be a side dish, bitch. <laughs> this bitch, anything. We just put them on the side. You got to tell the side piece of me. That's the thing, like, bitch. I'm going to let you know. I'm so, I'm a big, big stickler, and I'm a big, like, I campaign for that. Let the side piece know, hey, bitch, I got a piece. So you, because I got somebody home already, you know what I'm saying? So now you know, okay, I choose, I'm going to go ahead and fuck, I'm going to go ahead and fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? So now if you get to acting a fool, and I have the ability to make you feel like you're acting a damn, like you being a damn fool, like, girl, you a fool. You know what I'm saying? I had that ability to make you feel like you this big. But, yeah, I'm just gonna let you know because you know what I'm saying, like you you're extra. It's a side piece. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you don't mean shit, but girl, you can't be calling my phone in opportune times tonight. And when you the my biggest thing is act like you don't see me. You don't see me. We don't know each other like that. Bitch, like move around. All right, the extra ass shit. Mm, baby. Mm, I would never call you. I will block you and fuck around and call the police on you. No, just show up my motherfucking house. I'm gonna call the cops on you, baby. I don't know this man. He's a he's a stalker. I can show you the receipts. <laughs> Girl, please. Been to whoop your ass on my motherfucking dog. But anyway, before I go, um, 
I wanted to uh, make sure I get this out because it's been happening uh, in conversations uh, lately with me on a serious note. Uh, make sure y'all are genuinely happy. Um, a lot of people out here are not happy. Uh, do what it takes to get happy uh, if you can fix it. And uh, to me, it's a mindset. Uh, I remember when I had went through a depression, bitch, I thought, like, oh, it was a never-ending road. But until I regulate my mind to, like, get my mind together, things started to, you know, happen uh, on, the, on the, you know, the brighter side. But, like, when you're truly happy, mess, drama, gossip, this shit don't excite you. When, like, and I mean truly happy. I ain't saying you in a good mood happy. When you're truly happy, confusion and all that mess and shit like that, that you don't want to hear it. You don't want to entertain it. And, you know, um, your perspective changes. You become a cup is half full person. You know, you see the bright side and everything. But you just got to do what you can do, what you have to do to get happy. And if that means let go some friends, uh, let go some family members, relationship, you got to do that. Like, life is so fucking short. Like, I've since 2024 has started, like, so many people have been dying, committing suicide, and motherfuckers, like, what? I just talked to you this morning, and they're dead this evening. So just make sure you do what you have to do to make yourself happy. My cousin put on Facebook, shout out to Nick Watson. He said, I had so many friends when I was the worst version of myself. And that really hit home because when I was – I ain't gonna say I was like this messy person, but like when I when I was young, we all enjoyed gossip. When I was just blowing off the handle and shooting off and daring a bitch to say anything to me, you know what I'm saying? I had a house full of friends. Phone stayed off the hook, never at home. But the moment you start to grow and you become unfamiliar with those group of people, they want to say you're acting different. I absolutely am. <laughs> I absolutely, I am different, and I'm better. And I'm not saying I'm better than you, but I'm better than what I used to be. And if you can't get with that, if you can't grow with me, and some people just want you to be the same person they were because they are afraid to change. They want you to be the same bitch sitting on their couch, drawing unemployment, not worry about looking for a job, on Facebook, arguing with motherfuckers, and talking crazy and looking for drama. Some people just want to argue with you. And when you come across people like that that thrive off of ignorance, the best thing to do is ignore them. The best, I promise you, and I know it's tough. I was just talking to somebody yesterday. Being the bigger person sucks. <laughs> Being the bigger person is the worst thing in the world. It feels like the worst thing in the world. I'll say that. But um, And people try to cause so many distractions because it keeps the focus off of them. People love to analyze everybody else so they can not deal with their own issues. So, like, just want to say that, like, man, don't waste your precious time arguing with someone that you do not care about if I argue with you I promise that mean I care if I don't argue with you I am done I'm done so be done with it when you say you're done with the situation literally be done with it don't breathe life into any of that foolishness let what's dead stay dead if it's dead let it be dead and before I go I want I wrote this down before I went to bed the other night Sometimes you have to grieve somebody that's still alive. Sometimes you just have to grieve something or someone that's still alive. Grieve someone that's not dead. Sometimes you just have to do that. And it's okay. Uh, shit happens. People wrong you. People break your heart. People cause so much trauma in your life. 
but you just have to keep moving forward and keep doing what's best for you and embrace all of those feelings. Don't feel like, okay, I'm angry and you don't want to be angry. Be angry, be hurt, cry, embrace all of it because it's a part of your journey. You cannot move forward because it's going to be false. Let it's a journey. Let all of that shit fester. Well, not fester, but let all of that shit be what it is. I promise you, you're going to feel so much better later. And this, I'm preaching to y'all, and I'm also preaching to myself. Where you're going, everybody cannot go. Simple as that. And I know I'm the type of person where I want to take everybody with me because I want to be down. I want to keep it real. Fuck them. (laughs) What's for you is for you. I always say I got it written. I got it tattooed on my arm. I came up with this quote. Let life happen. Force nothing. And that's all I got. I ain't got no more. I hope you guys enjoyed the Boy Please Over podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. Make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe. Share my shit on TikTok. I just, oh, yeah. I just reached 50, I like that little button, sorry. I just reached 50,000 followers on TikTok. I had been waiting so long. I remember, I have a, like, I have a folder on Instagram of, like, my highlights. I remember making posts saying, like, I just reached 1,000 followers. Uh, I need 2,000 more people so I can reach 10,000 followers. And to reach 50,000 followers on TikTok is huge to me. And it may not be huge to some, but I don't give a fuck how they feel about it. It is That's huge to me. 50,000 people have seen my content and said, you know what? This is worth a follow. I want to be a part. Uh, I got 2,000 some uh, subscribers on on YouTube, which I don't take lightly because YouTube is a lot. Like, you just don't have to hit the little button like you do on TikTok. YouTube, you got to put your email in, put your first and last name in so to be able to come in. So all of you guys who are a part of that, I promise you, I really, really, really do appreciate it. I got 26,000 followers on uh, Facebook, so I don't take it lightly. I was so afraid to do this podcast, y'all. So afraid because I'm a perfectionist and I don't like failing. But uh, I'm so, so proud of myself. Really, really, really proud of myself. Um, yeah, it's almost like second nature. I've always been this person. And everybody that talks to me when I get flowers from people, um, they was like, you know, you've always been who you are. And I think that's the refreshing part to hear that because I always want, I never want to come off as someone else. Somebody that's, That role is already taken. I just told a friend tonight, he was like, you know, you didn't mind helping me. Somebody help me. And I don't, I don't get intimidated by somebody wanting to start a podcast. If you want me to help you, I will help you. I'm going to show you exactly what I have, exactly what I use. When I started my show, people stopped responding to me because I, I didn't want to pay them to use their equipment. I was just trying to simply say, hey, I want to start a podcast. What do I need to buy? All of everything you see, this it's a soundboard here, an iPad. I got three microphones and stands. All this stuff came out of my pocket. You get what I'm saying? And um, people didn't, people won't help me. Shout out to Dwayne Morrell. Uh, he has a podcast called It's Sunny in the Shade. So if you guys do feel like, make sure you go to the podcast streaming apps and follow him as well. But people didn't want to help me. And I told a friend tonight, he was like, Thank you for helping me. And I was like, You can't do what I do. Not on no cocky shit. You can't do what I do. I can't do what you do. There's enough room for everybody. We can read the same book. I guarantee you we would not have the same take on it. And that's how I look at life. I'm not intimidated. I'm not jealous or afraid to see anybody do better than me. 
my timing is my timing. What's for me is for me, and I and I'm going to have what's for me. And I just I take that every fucking where I go. If I don't get something, it's simply not for Dietrich. So anyway, uh, I love y'all. See y'all on next Monday. Next Monday should be very very fun, very lighthearted. I'm going to have my brother Sean Ward back on the show with me. So he's a clown, a big clown, but we're going to have fun. So again, um. I will holler at you guys on next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on YouTube. Peace.